in. And if it's a great product, it'll draw investors in, it'll draw customers in and draw uh, people who want to come and work on the project as well. And that turned out to work to be the right thing to do because, you know, software developers turned up and like, wow, that's pretty cool. Let's do that. Um, and, uh, you know, marketing branding people turned up like, wow, that's, that's great. Let's, let's get involved in that. So, um, yeah, I tried to make it not about me, but, a, but make it about the product that everyone could, could see and get excited about and jump on board. And then. Welcome Australia. It's that time again for another podcast from the mate team where we try and get into your head with stuff that makes us sound smart. Sit back and relax. It's time for us to be mates. In today's episode, we are talking with John Gregory, the founder of Vitruvian. Vitruvian have recently launched their first product, the V-Form Trainer. The idea was born out of John's background working with the algorithms. He believed there was a better way to do a resistance training and set about creating a product to do just that. Just like us at Mate, we believe there was a better way to sell internet to customers and provide them a better product and service than they have always had before. 2020 was a year where the home health and fitness market boomed. Vitruvian are well placed to take advantage of this. We discussed the challenges of launching a global fitness business from the ground up, the lessons learn along the way and how the world of fitness is changing into the future. We are super excited to talk about this innovative product from another Aussie business. John, welcome to the Let's Be Mates podcast. Yeah, it's great to be here, Fez. Thanks very much for having me. No worries, no worries. Um, John, you've got a like, really interesting background to where you come today. Do you want to just give our listeners a bit of an intro of who you are, uh, what you, where you've come from and um, you know, up to today, I guess, where that point is? Sure. Yeah, I'm a Perth boy, sort of born and bred, uh, studied applied physics here at uni and then spent a career around the world working for banks and hedge funds, doing quantitative trading and finance of all things. Um, uh, ended up studying my, starting my own uh, trading group uh, with a few mates in uh, just before the GFC uh, and then through the GFC, we're trading, doing high frequency trading and having a great time. And, um, you know, made, made a fair amount of money out of that, um, which gave me the, uh, the freedom to, to sit back and think about, well, what's the next best thing, next big thing to do. Um, and, uh, whilst trading, we had, we had a gym in the back of our trading room. And to me, I was just messing around in the gym equipment with the, with my mates and I just thought surely there's a better way surely there's a better way to do resistance training surely with a bit of applied physics and a bit of algorithmic stuff and computers and stuff surely we could make a piece of equipment that's really engaging um functional effective and let's bring uh, you know weight training into the 21st century um that was the genesis of the idea thought for a long time I didn't want to make be a product guy. I didn't want to make product in this day and age where, you know, you make a great product, it'll get copied and you'll go broke and someone else will make the money. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally um, what happens, right? So most of the yeah. time. Yeah. So that's why I thought it'd be cool products with a crappy business. So I didn't do much with it apart from my own tinkering. Uh, but then 2016, I saw like the rise of the fitness influencer, you know, these, these, um, uh, social media platforms coming up and there was these amazing fitness influencers just coming out of the woodwork who were, who were amazing what they did had great followings 
Um, but they were, you know, selling drinks and T-shirts, you know, to, to monetize their following. I thought, well, that's stupid, surely. Uh, and at the same time, I saw Peloton, who had turned a bike into a, a subscription revenue business, and I'm like, "Well, that's a great idea." Absolutely. Um, can I can we can I design a piece of hardware that is effective, um, an effective and functional way of doing resistance training, and can I use that to connect fitness influencers to their followings in the home and make an engaging and beneficial experience? That was the kind of light bulb moment back in. Uh, gee. 2016 now and uh yeah that was the bottom of the mountain and we've been climbing it up climbing up the mountain ever since and making you know making headways making making proofs of concept wow it's actually quite good and making another one wow it's actually really good founding the company 2018 like let's do this um you know doing more prototypes more testing more products to the point now where we actually have what I think is a great product and the answer for this and the answer of the question, the answer to the questions of our fitness influencers interested is industry interested, interested in this. Yes. Yep. They're lining up to get on platform. Are people in the home interested? Well, we've got hundreds of mountain in the world at the moment and the feedback we're getting is just amazingly good. Like we've cracked it. Um, and can we make the hardware? Yeah, we're making it. And you know, all of these things we can do better, um, and and are on the on the path to do better. But um, yeah, we're here. John, can you just for our listeners give us a bit of a, give them a bit of a rundown of what the product you've ended up with is, and you know how it works, and what are the benefits of it? Yeah, I think the best thing you know for your listeners is to jump on their website and have a look, uh, which is vitruvianform.com bit of a mouthful but if you google around you'll find us um, um it's a very small form factor maybe it's like a very large skateboard or something like that which you stand on and it has two handles coming out of it, and those handles are connected to cables and those cables deliver anywhere from zero to 100 kilos of tension on the cables um it's controlled uh via an app on your smartphone which lets you turn it on select workouts select classes um, and lets you step into um, uh, a really flexible, dynamic way to do resistance training. And it's for it's for everyone. It's for families. It's for people who are getting old and just need to do some resistance training to work on their on their muscle atrophy. It's for it's for young people who are, who are wanting to do um, you know work on specific things for their sports training. Perhaps it's for you know mums and dads who just don't have the time to go down to the gym but know that they need to keep some some um some muscle tone going um uh yeah that's that's what it is kind of hard to describe much easier to understand when you see a picture of it or see a movie of it yeah, it's it's. I was saying to Dom, like it's a, uh, you know, like it's like the um. Well, it's not like it. I should say it's a much better. But um, you know, uh, the Wii tried to do the the connected TV version, but yours sure, is sure. real. Yours is real, right? And it's yeah, uh, it's like a Wii that actually works. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah and, and like to me, like when I look at it, like I want to. It's not just about exercise. Yeah, it's a, it looks like fun, right? As well, right? Yeah. It looks like you you want to do something. You're tracking. You're you're competing against yourself. 
yourself uh, as well as yeah. others and so on and so forth. Yeah. And, you know, like, if, well, let's talk about business, right? And so, you know, our business, we, we I think good entrepreneurs start with an idea and they have, a, and, and that idea sits in a, in a, in an industry and that entrepreneur or that person that has the idea knows a bit about that industry. And that's the reason why they feel that idea will work. Right. But then you get into a business, right? You build products, you sell services, you start doing marketing, you start answering customer service calls, all these different things. And, and then you fall out of your, 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 your direct expertise. Right. And so I'd love to understand your story around, you know, the, the journey of how you started with your idea, how you brought it to, brought it to market. But along the way, when did you realize you needed different partners to come on board, people to help you run your customer service or do your marketing or, or, or build a product for you? Where, 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 where did you bring partners into the mix in, in your business story? Yeah, I reckon uh, day two. Day two. <laughs> <laughs> it occurred to me that like there's only so much a single human being can do. Can do. Like, a, a, you know, a sim- single competent human being with time, money uh, and ability, you know, you can, you can achieve a lot. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you, if you're going to, if you want to build a global business, you can't do that on your own. You need, you need a lot of people. Absolutely. So, um, uh, and, and, you know, just talking personally, how did you, how did you find that people? A lot of the feedback we get from people in our, in our circles is that, you know, they found it very hard to trust people quickly with, with, uh, with a, an idea that was close to their heart. Right. You know, um, our business, we're, we're not revolutionizing the internet industry. We're selling services, right. But what we're revolutionizing is this, the customer service side, how we, how we communicate to customers, all those different things, how we get people connected, but we're not inventing something brand new so it's not as precious as something like you're doing right and how do you how do you how do you build the trust do you just get people you know and love and and that's how you move forward with people or or do you vet people in a different way i love to understand how you bring people into your circle to deliver your idea yeah cool like i don't think i've really spent much time thinking about it so i'm just off the cuff yeah um and looking back over the last couple of years I think fundamentally I focused in the early days just on the product. Like, um, that was my, that was my way to communicate with, um, myself, with, um, customers, investors, and people who might want to come and work on us, work with us is all my communication. I'm not a great communicator. I I find it very hard talking to people. I'm terrible at, at doing presentations. Um, I'm, you know, ask everyone who works for us and they'll say, you know, I'm often just doing one line emails, just or one sentence emails to reply. I'm just terrible. At it. But so I focused on what I, I felt I could do, which was focus, pour everything into a, a competent product and let that speak for itself and let that draw investors in. And if it's a great product, it'll draw investors in, it'll draw customers in and draw uh, people who want to come and work on the project as well. And, that turned out to work to be the right thing to do because you know software developers turned up and like wow that's pretty cool let's do that um and uh you know marketing branding people turned up like wow that's that's great let's let's get involved in that so um yeah i tried to make it not about me but a but make it about the product that everyone could could see and get excited about and jump on board and then scaling the team um yeah, uh, 
I think we're doing it fairly organically by um, um, getting everyone to find other people. So being fairly distributed in it, like the IT guys that we've got now, we've got six or eight of them, they've found themselves. Um, So we built a cool product, a great opportunity, a nice place to work, and people come. Yeah, I think is at a high level. Yeah, what done. I, I think we can really resonate with that. No one here has been hired from a from a seek or a LinkedIn ad, right? Mm. They've all been hired from, you know, people word of mouth, people that we've communicated with in different circles that love what we do and feel passionate about what we do, and we and we found them, right? We've yeah. good people find good people, in my opinion. Yeah, people yeah. turn up. It's yeah. like it's hard to you can't put that in a business plan, but <laughs> weirdly, when you need someone, you find them. And, and sometimes good people and sometimes you don't you, you're sitting we sit in the business here and we've got 70 people now and we sit here and go wow. shit where'd they come from you know like how did that even happen you know and so yeah. it's a, yeah. it's a funny it's exciting, story like that. It? yeah it's exciting that's I mean, when you know you've got something when when you can attract yeah not just customers but you know people to come and work on the team because oh. you know if all you've got is like dog food it's yeah, <laughs> hard to make that feeling to come and work on, but it's good. No, I agree. And when we see that the team get excited, we have a big scoreboard. You know, a couple of scoreboards in the in the business. You know, around you know support calls, uh, you know sales, all these different things. And you know, some of these things trigger different things. And you know, when when we make a, a sale and somebody buys a mobile and internet together, you know, everybody claps. You know, and it just yeah, builds right. that sort of excitement. And I think everybody wants to achieve that as well themselves. So, mate, yeah, I get that. I think and another thing to say is. Um, when you like in the early days of talking to investors uh, investors said well I can see that's a cool product but show me traction yeah show me show me um, you know custom traction it was a bit narrow um, like I understand why they asked those questions but um, my answer would be you know see a bigger picture if you if you have a what you really need is traction with people wanting to come and work on the project you need that's very important mm, as well mm, absolutely. A, a product or a, or a service that customers really want but you know um no one wants to come and work on it with you well you've got strife so traction i think this business and this product has traction from an investor point of view from an from a customer point of view from a influencer point of view joining the network and from an employee point of view as well people want to come and work on this because it's so damn fun yeah. and so exciting John, you mentioned investors. You've raised nearly three and a half million dollars last year. Uh, what was probably your biggest takeaway from that process, or you know, talking to fellow entrepreneurs? What would be your, you know, number one if you're going to try and raise money? Get this, get your ducks in a row here. Oh, um, oh it's a full time job. Just get stuck into it, and uh, it's painful, slow bang your head against the wall uh you'll find your voice you'll find out what you want to say uh, to people and you'll end up if you keep going you'll find the right people to say it to yes it's the answer don't give up and if you've got a truly great product and you're a half decent person and you've got a, a team that are interested in the product you'll you'll be you'll succeed you just you can't give up <laughs> and don't expect the first call to to go anywhere um, so, you know, some of our conversations of a year ago have only just come back to, to become investors now. Um, some of these conversations take an awful long time. And that's part of the process. 
it's it's messy, scrappy, organic. But one of the one of the really good things that having that talking to capital investors makes you do is it, it clarifies your own story, and clarifies what you're saying to you, you know to yourself. I mean, we, we were fortunate, I think, that I had enough money to to finance the company to a reasonable degree for the first eighteen months, um, which let us do things that. Um, didn't really make sense. Like I, I couldn't have got investment for it because I just like, we just yeah. need to do this. Yeah. We just need to work on this. We need to build this because I can see it. I can't communicate it to you, but there's something really amazing here. Um, and then through the process of talking to, to capital, you get, you clarify your own message. You get better at talking. Um, and the, the, the message itself and the vision itself gets, gets clearer. So, um, yeah, there's, there's probably no other way to do it other than you just got to go and do it and don't give up and you'll get there. So what does that funding allow? Unless your product or service sucks or you suck <laughs> in this case you fail. <laughs> what, does that, what does that funding allow you to do as a business? Obviously, you know, it creates exponential growth, but, you know, what are some of the things you went, okay, now we've got, you know, some funds there, what, let's go do this? Yeah, so the money let us uh, build a team build productive capacity and build a uh, presence or a um, say this is, yeah, build some kind of scale and scope in, in, um, in communicating who we were to the world. So, and that was, you know, the money landed. We were able to do that pretty quickly. Um, moved into new premises, hired a bunch of team, team people, scaled from like three people to 15, something like that. Um, um, yeah, got a production line up and running, got new product development going, got website store, heaps of stuff, stuff and yeah. heaps and heaps more stuff to do still. But and it also let us start thinking about the next raise, which we just closed kind of, we'll have, yeah, sort of rounding up last week. And that's we've raised another a bit over five mil US to keep running, uh, uh to keep building out a high volume product so that we can really actually scale this network and bring it to the world because we're driven fundamentally by we've found something. We've yeah. got something. Absolutely. We've got something to bring and give to the world. We've got a way of doing resistance training that everyone needs because, you know, whether you're a grandma or, you know, a mum or a dad, uh, you know, you need to be doing some form of resistance training just for your own general uh, health and well-being. You might be already doing that, which is terrific. Keep doing it. Don't stop. But more than likely, you know, 80% of people don't. And for a whole raft of reasons, maybe they're, maybe they're I don't know, you're just a bit fat and ugly and you don't want to go to a gym. Uh, maybe you don't have the money, you don't have the time. So this, this product solves whole bunch of those problems and, and roadblocks for people to actually get into training or maybe you're just looking for something different and a new way to train and a more effective way to train so the product speaks to a very very wide audience of people who need this and people who actually believe it or not desperate for it um you know i've, I've had some amazing demos over the last couple of weeks with people who are like get on it i'm like oh, this is i just need this because I know I, need, I know I should be doing, you know, 
like a 50 year old a woman stepped on it a couple of weeks ago and says, I just, her husband was there and it's like, darling, don't buy me the, the bloody Dyson hairdryer. Buy me this. Yeah, yeah. Because I know I need to be doing squats and deadlifts, but I don't really know how. Like, I need someone to help me, guide me. I don't want to go to a gym. I don't have the time. I need this. Um, can you, you know, so there's, we've tapped into what I think is a really deep and rich need. And it's taken us all of two years for me to be able to just enunciate that to you guys now. Um, we kind of sensed it and thought we were doing something and thought we'd be able to address needs. And we've just got some, some, some massive ones. I read, I read a, uh, a quote on doing some research that it's a bit like, you know, getting on there the first time and, and using it's a bit like when you sit in a Tesla for the first time and put your foot to the floor. So it's something yeah. you've really got to experience and I've watched lots of those videos of people being yeah. thrown back in their chair. But how do you, yeah. I mean, most people listening will know what a dumbbell is or a barbell and they know yeah. what that look and feels like and what they can do and can't do with it. But how, how are you going to get over around that? you know, touch and feel, uh, you know, approach. Yeah. I mean, that's a great question. Like how do you make, how do you scale a business? How do you make a business massive? I mean, how do you trial is, is really important. We think, although we're selling them at the moment, actually quite effectively sight unseen, <laughs> just based on like people's needs that like, Oh, I think I need that. So we've found that yes. Um, Use a yes trial is we think going to be important, but we're finding that we don't need it right at the moment. Um, how we bring a, a way for everyone in the world to be able to get on it and trial it before they buy it well, that's just a big business engineering question. I think we one thing I think we won't be doing is opening a thousand stores for people to go and try, but we'll be. I think we'll just try and do something a bit cleverer, like use, and we're already starting um, getting them in gyms, getting them in um, uh, studios, yoga studios, um, and building out a personal trainer network uh, around the world where, um, you know, if there's a personal trainer in your city who has one and is training people on them, then you can go and see them. So I think we'll be looking to partner much more than build our own retail distribution uh, sites. Uh, having said that, though, um, there are some big retailers that would be interested in, and we're already talking to, particularly in the US and the UK, Europe, about you know in-store places where you can buy it in a store and trial it at the same time. So yeah, I think, I think uh, that's how we do it. I think retail is still got a place for experience, right? And, um, you know, and it's not, never going to go away. Like a lot of Dom and Mai's history is, is retail for brands like, uh, uh Microsoft, et cetera. And, um, and, you know, sure, a lot of the shift to online has happened, but um, to your point, your product to to spend a significant amount of money, you want to go and you want to have see it or touch it or feel it in some way, shape, or form. And retail allows you to do that, right? And um, it's it's visual, it's videos and stuff like that. And so I think retail is going to have a place in any physical product form move still until this day. And and the person who, who creates the best experience is going to win in that space, in my opinion. Yeah, I think, and our competitors are really already know that and are doing a really good job of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think and on we're top just going to try and be a bit smarter. 
on yeah, top of that, you've got this sort of growing micro-influencer thing you sort of said about the other PTs and th- stuff. But one of the things yeah. that we really rely on is our customers telling their friends and family. So, you know, you start to, to tell your story and, you know, come, come over and give it a go and, you know, it spreads yeah. organically as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think we haven't we – haven't, some of that stuff we haven't cracked yet. Uh, it's there to be done and I, I think we will. Um, and I can't, I can't wait to. Yeah. yeah. Just at the moment, we, we don't, yeah, we're not quite ready to yet. Uh, we're still doing some back end stuff to make sure that we've got the back end that can support a big, a big network rollout. Um, but we're lining up capital, we're lining up the production. Uh, and when we're ready to go, we're going to go. Yeah. And it's very important to get your foundations right because once you go out there and somebody has a, a crap experience, you, you don't win them, right? You, you lose them and that's it. And so yeah. you want to make sure your foundation's right. And that's that was the same for us here, right? We Before we went out big and bold and, you know, you know, above the line and all those different things with media and advertising, we had to make sure our foundation was right because as soon as somebody came to us and gave us a try, if they had a shit experience, they were out the door, right? And our business is a high churn business, you know? So, um, but... A lot of the questions that we do get from from listeners, from people in our circles is, shit, I've got an idea. It's a product. How do I even go about creating a product? And I'd love to understand your, you know, how did you go for, uh, about the physical creation of the product as well as developing, you know, your global supply chain or in the process of developing it? How did you, like when you said, okay, I want to do this, who the hell do you go to to ask, all right, let's make it? Yeah. Well, I mean, the first instance I did it myself. Okay. Um, just to to get it to the point and that's how i've done my previous businesses as well is is um get it to a point to do my work as hard as i possibly can to get it to um to take it as far as i can individually and then build a team to professionalize it and and make it all work and, and scale it um so my i mean there's never been a better time I think to be doing product, it's it's such an exciting time to be doing product because the tools that you that, a, that an individual can access to do product are all there now. You don't need you don't need to be a you know a, an engineer like a four year qualified engineer in all these disciplines to do something actually pretty amazing um, with your own bare hands. Um, so, for example, I'm talking about you know just. 3D printing and um, mm. rapid prototyping and the software to do like really amazing industrial design, you know, could cost you 50 bucks a month now. You don't have to spend 10, 20 grand on, on this. Um, so yeah, if you've got a great idea, do it. <laughs> um, and uh, that'll be the first step in like, in a way like ideas grow on trees. Mm. Um, um, but the ability to do something about them is uh, rarer, I think. Not, not even rarer, it's just... Um, um, it's, it's the know-how, right? I mean, I don't know, like we, we come... Well, we did this business. We came from 
that industry or, or in that circle. So we sort of know, okay, that guy does that. We'll ask him and that guy does that. I'll ask mm. him. But when somebody who, um, you know, has an idea, but I don't know, it's completely, it's completely out of their world or out of their circle, out of their, where, where they work. And it's, it's a challenge to get started. Right. And, but, uh, but I think this day and age, there's, there's a lot of forums, a lot of platforms, a lot of networking opportunities, a lot of online places yeah. to go to, to find the information you need. And I think people yeah. just need to one, just visualize their idea maybe yeah. maybe you know put it down on paper as much as they can and then go and talk to people in in that world in that yeah. industry and and i think it unravels itself in some way right yeah yeah, yeah i think rather than focusing on the fact that you don't have the know-how mm. get the learn how yeah get out and learn because there's never been again there's so much information out there you can learn really quickly yeah um if you're motivated and got a great idea you can learn how to how to turn that thing into a physical product yeah. pretty quickly yeah um, i agree it's super exciting and yeah. super fun yeah. you're gonna need time you're gonna need you're gonna be up late um and up late up early uh, all the above yeah up early up late uh you're gonna be bleary eyed you're gonna be probably useless <laughs> in your day job <laughs> um, um, just do it. Yeah, agreed. So the product's evolved to this stage and you've got funding and you're sort of in that process of scaling now, but, you know, does does the product itself evolve further? Is there sort of other products, complementary products, the product lines that you want to foresee in the future without giving away your product roadmap? Yeah, actually, I mean, we have got a, got a big product roadmap, which my engineer is just... Uh, you know, banging his head against the wall at the moment. It's like free as a work that he's got to chew through. Um, yeah, so for us, there's a single basic flagship, flagship product that we bring to the market now. There's a bunch of accessories that hang off the back of that. Um, and then there's um, uh, product SKUs that will hang off the back of that as well, some which are higher power, some which are lower power that focus on more niche markets. Um, there's cost up SKUs, there's cost down SKUs. <laughs> Um, you know, it's just like, I guess we kind of see ourselves as a, as a, as a car company in a way, like, um, you know, like a Tesla started with a car and they bring out another model and another model doing specific things and a bunch of accessories and clothes, and, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, whatever you can imagine. That's, it's probably on our, on our roadmap somewhere. That's awesome. I think it's a, you can, you can go in so many different ways with what you're doing. Um, look, I mean, where can listeners, so let, let's, let's get to the crunch. Where can listeners find out more about, um, about the, uh, the V form trainer and also the Vitruvian app? Yeah. So you should, uh, download the app from the, uh, from the Google play store or the uh, Apple app store. You should go to our website, which is vitruvianform.com. Uh, the name Vitruvian comes from, um, a, a drawing by Leonardo da Vinci, which is the man in the square in the circle. And it tries to encapsulate the ideal human form. Um, so we, we grabbed that because we wanted to associate our company with, you know, an iconic uh, philosophy and an iconic kind of drawing and a, and a, and a genius of a man. So, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so it's a, it's a hard word to spell, but if you, if you dig around, uh, if you Google us, you'll find us. Yeah, awesome. Um, and I think that's the best way to, to get an idea about what we're talking about rather than just uh, imagining. Yeah. yeah, agreed. We'll put all those details in our show notes anyway so they can just click the link and make it easier for everyone. Yeah, thanks very much, guys. Appreciate that. 
Well, John, mate, th- thanks very much. It's an exciting journey that you've got and, and what you're doing is, you know, like I'm, I'm quite interested in myself. I should do more resistance training and, yeah. and all of that as well. And I like to think I'm time poor, maybe just lazy, I don't know. But, um, but uh, probably uh, both. Yeah, probably both, <laughs> exactly right. But, um, mate, we love what we're doing. Uh, we love, first first and foremost, we love seeing Aussies doing what you're doing and, and making a big bang on the global scale. And so, and we, maybe in a couple of months, we'll get you to come on again and see where you've, where you've gone and what's happened and, uh, and go from there and we'll, we'll yeah. definitely follow your journey so mate thanks for joining us really appreciate it yeah that'd be exciting let's check in in a couple of months and I'll look out for your orders uh, through the website 100% <laughs> alright John uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sort of tapping my fingers on the desk waiting for those orders to play invoice, so. <laughs> and I'll follow you up tomorrow if I don't get them sounds good <laughs> <laughs> thanks John alright thanks a lot take care Thanks for listening to the Let's Be Mates podcast by the team at Mate. Search for the Let's Be Mates podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and at letsbemates.com.au. Hit subscribe to get the latest episode each week. For all your telco needs, choose a provider you can trust like a mate. Visit letsbemates.com.au, Google Mate, or call us on 13 14 13 to sign up today. See you soon, mate.